0: How about Jose Burrios, Ben? Oh my lord, the man was a menace on the mound today.
1: I, I gotta make a little music for you for a second, Mr. Bones. I gotta make some sweet, sweet music. And it goes a little something like this. Jose, 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 Jose. Jose, Jose. Jose, 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 Jose. Jose, Jose. Jose, Jose. Let's go.
0: That was great. I've always said you're the musician of this podcast. Thank you. Uh, Ben and I are going to talk whether or not Jose uh, is an ace, and if he is, which I think he is, uh, maybe we'll compare him to a couple other ones around the league. We'll play another round of He Was a Jay. see if I can keep going with that record 12-1 right now, just trying to get better, Uh, and then we'll talk games upcoming. It's all on Locked On Blue Jays, and it's right now. You are Locked On Blue
1: Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Matt Bonaparte and Ben Shulman with you on Locked On Blue Jays. Thank you for making Locked On Blue Jays your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. The Jays took down the Mariners 3 to nothing tonight. We're recording on Tuesday night right after the ball game you're hearing this Wednesday morning. And it was all on the back of Jose Barrio. Seven innings, six hits, two walks, four Ks no earned. The only stat that's all that sexy there is the no earned, but still, Barrios gets the job done. Uh, Seven innings, no runs, that's all you can really ask for from one of the guys at the top of the rotation. Ben, he's struggled a little bit this season up until this point. This is easily his best start of the year. Is he a, a bonafide ace?
1: Probably. I mean, I don't know what the difference between bonafide and, and regular-fied ace no is. No question uh, about it is what I mean. No, then probably not. No, I, w- I wouldn't say. I don't think so. Not on this team, at least. I, I think he's potentially an ace. Uh, he's been on the precipice of being an ace for the last couple of years. Like, Just feeling like if it comes together, it can happen. And we've seen it. At times, this is best start, like you said, for sure of the season, seven innings, no runs. But he had five and two-thirds, one run against Houston on April 30th. He had seven innings, two runs against Boston on April 25th. He had six innings, one run against Boston on April 20th. Like, there have been good starts. There just have also been three bad starts and one iffy one. So... I'm not ready to say he's the ace, especially of this team. It's hard for me to really name anyone but Kevin Gosman, the ace of this team, and that's with Alec Manoa doing what Alec Manoa is doing. But Kevin Gosman is the epitome of consistency. That's what you want out of an ace. Could Barrios be an ace for other teams, though? Because to a certain extent, it's all relative on who you're pitching with. I think absolutely he's a good enough pitcher to be an ace on a lot of teams in baseball.
0: Yeah, I think that Like you say, when you mix him in with the guys in the Jays' rotation, which underratedly, I know the Jays were so hyped up coming into the year, but I feel like it was a lot more about the offense rather than the pitching staff. And the pitching staff is really what's risen to the top and been like, wow, that is unbeatable. Uh, So, I mean, kudos to the Jays for putting together an incredible staff that is probably top five in baseball. uh, But that's not what I want to ask you here. I'm going to go around the AL East and and feed you some names, and I want you to say whether you think Jose Barrios is better or worse. I guess, would you take Jose Barrio on your team over this guy? Can Are I ask, ask a guy?
1: clarifying question? Yes, you can. Are we like, we're not like factoring in like contracts and stuff like that, right? like nope. Just like who's the better Total pitcher? talent. Good. I don't want to, it's late. I don't want to talk, think that much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, I'll start in the AL East. Okay. Uh, I'll go. I'll just start with with the big dogs. Would you take Garrett Cole or would you take Jose Barrios?
1: I would take Garrett Cole. Uh, for everyone who still thinks the sticky stuff thing is going on, he's pitching really well recently. Uh, I he would take. Ga- I would take Garrett Cole.
0: Uh, I, I would also take Garrett Cole. It's not just because I'm a Yankee fan, but also because, like you it's said, uh, the guy's downright nasty. Yeah. Um, so.
1: Gosman versus Cole, we could have. Uh, Gosman versus Cole debate. is
0: an, a real conversation. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a real conversation because Cole, you know, sometimes he just loses it and he's not. He's inconsistent at all. a little bit. And too, we haven't yeah. seen that from Cole or we haven't seen that from Gosman this year. So there's, there's definitely a conversation there. The Red Sox is a little bit interesting because I don't know if you want to count Sale and Paxton because they're both hurt. Um,. But if you, I don't, mean Paxton, kind of definitely
1: not. Still, Paxton, definitely not.
0: Sales the only one you'd really have a conversation about. I mean, I guess yeah. you could talk about Yavaldi because he is having a good year. Forty innings thus far this season, yeah. a three one five ERA, and he struck out forty two batters. He's having a good year. Uh, that's actually a decent conversation. Would you take yeah. Uvalde, or would you take Barrios?
1: I'm yeah. still taking Barrios. I'm, a, I'm more uh, out on Uvalde than most. I think. Uh, yeah. You, you are. know, last year he was like an ace with a near, you know, with like a three eight ERA. So. Uh, I, you know, he's pitching well. Uh, I still just think, like, how good is your good? The best of Nathan Uvalde is, like, th- they wouldn't let him run past five innings early in the year. And, like, he's keeping you in games. Jose Barrios is winning you games. Uh, so even if he, I, like, sags off a little more, I still like Barrios.
0: I think they're actually really similar pitchers in that – they are both They both have nasty stuff, and they can both strike out a lot of guys, but they also get hit a decent amount, and their ERAs tend to end up around the high threes. I don't know who i take. I kind of think I like Vivaldi here just because right. he's more of a veteran and he's an absolute dog. I'll never forget his quote from the 2018 World Series where I think the media was asking him about a potential arm injury, and he said, I'd rather throw my arm off and never pitch again and win the World Series than be fine and lose. Uh, so that's, that's big dog stuff thing. Yeah. yeah. That's what he brings to the table. So I like All that from him. Right. That's fair. Uh, would you, would you take the young Shane McClanahan over Jose Barrios?
1: No, just because like, if the rays know what they're doing, then, then McClanahan will be nothing in three years. And I don't mm-hmm. want that to be the thing, but like who, you know, who was Shane McClanahan three years ago? I don't even remember.
0: He was a pretty high prospect though.
1: I yeah. Think. But I, I just mean like they just recycled through these guys and like. I'm not so sure that a lot of these Rays guys exist out of the Rays system, which is a really well-run pitching laboratory that they've that's obviously fair. made a bunch of stars out of. I, I've got the proven quantity over the unproven quantity, basically, right now.
0: I mean, there are guys who have gone to the Rays, gotten good, and gone elsewhere, and been good. I mean, Charlie Morton's kind of the same. Yeah, guy.
1: you could argue Houston, though, was uh, was also where he kind of got sure.
0: good. Sure, that's fair. I think that, that, that's a closer conversation than some might think, because if you're unfamiliar with Shane McClanahan's stats, the guy is incredible. He's, He's got a whip under one near nine, or near point .9, excuse me, a 2-5 ERA in 58 strikeouts through under 40 innings at thirty eight or 39 in the third. He's got a 13.5 strikeout per nine. I mean, that's pretty crazy. Of course, these are early season numbers, but that's still pretty crazy and in a no, decent sample size now. It's great. Uh, I but like they Shane. won't
1: they yeah. won't push him though. That's the thing. They're not giving Shay McClanahan the sixth and seventh inning. Uh um, That's true. And so That's like true. if I'm bringing him to the Jays, I'm worried about third time through the order.
0: So so far you've taken everybody or you've taken only not Garrett Cole? Cole? Yes. Uh, over Barrios, and I'm going to uh, take him okay. over John Means. If that, if that's. Uh, what's <laughs> I didn't really coming. know I was going to go with the Orioles. because yeah, the Orioles out is for weird. the year. I think I was going to throw Bruce Zimmerman at you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what? On second thought, uh, no. no, I will take Barrios. There's definitely, I will say though, a bunch of guys outside of the division who I think are better than Barrios. Uh, I'm not trying yep, to so let's, take him the whole way.
0: Let's take. Let's go outside the division now. We'll go to the Central first. Uh, his former team, the Twins, have a pretty poor pitching staff, if I must admit. Uh, but I think it's either between the youngster Joe Ryan or Sonny Gray. And I'll go Joe Ryan here because he's been pretty good so far this season.
1: Yeah, kind of same as McClanahan, but even less evidence. Like, Joe Ryan's really good, but I still think right now I take, like, I, I know Barrios can go out there and, like, win me, uh, like, double-digit games this yeah, year. Yeah, take,
0: I take Barrios, too. I don't think he's close, either. Yeah. Um I mean it's just obviously Barrio's there. I mean, Ryan's good, I think better than people expected, but I mean come on. Still the um, Twins. Um Yeah, it's still the Twins and I will say I think he's kinda cool, but I don't he's not good enough. Um all right, we'll go to the White Sox. Giolito? Mm, this is I think I'll go Yeah, well Giolito's a little hurt right now, but I'll take yeah. Giolito, sure.
1: I think Giolito's a better pitcher than Barrios. Um, Interesting. Lucas Giolito's really good. He is really good. The issue for him, if we were arguing more than just talent, um, which is like why we didn't really touch on Chris Sale because he's such a mixed bag. Giolito's not like super durable, obviously, but at the same time, like when Lucas Giolito's on, I truthfully believe he's like a very real contender for the AL Cy Young. Um, So I, I think. Giolito's a hair above him, but I take him over Lin. I know Lin's hurt, uh, but I take him over Lin. I take him over Cease.
0: Yeah, I mean Cease is good though. I think that guy. Cease is good. I think he's a pretty he's a dark horse for Cy Young coming into the year, uh, and I still think he's got that case. His strikeout numbers are crazy, and so are Giolito's. I take Giolito over Barrios right now. Yeah. Um. All right. So Cole and Giolito are the only ones on the list right now. Uh, And please let us know on Twitter if you agree. We'd love to hear from you, the listener. Uh, Tell us if we're idiots. Tell us if you agree. Let us know the whole thing. Um, All right, Shane Bieber.
1: I got to go with the Biebs. I mean, (laughs) Shane Bieber is really good. He was a Cy Young winner. He, He can be the best pitcher in baseball.
0: Yeah, I think I go Bieber here too. He started a little bit rocky this year, but I mean, we've seen him at his best, and he is absolutely ridiculous yeah. uh, when he's on. So, and Tristan McKenzie's kind of a, a great player in that system. Well. So I, I, yeah, I, I don't
1: even know. Tristan's a, a one where it's like, I might take Tristan also. I he's love him. so too. nasty. I think he's my
0: favorite player in the league right now. Tristan he's McKenzie. so nasty. I mean, if you listen to this podcast for a while, you'll notice that I say that a lot a lot of people. Yeah, mine's Rob Ref Snyder.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't even think he's in baseball right now. All right, hey, that was
0: uh, he was supposed to be the next Jeter. People forget that's that. true. That's true. Um, Full, pay?
1: Full pay, is the next <laughs> Ref sider Maybe I hope. Um, Brad Keller. Yeah, I'm taking. Uh, I'm taking so,
0: Brad Keller. He's pretty good, but he's pretty he's good.
1: But he's uh, surprising good. Not like in your face good.
0: Uh, Tarek Schubal.
1: Uh, yeah, that's a weird team to pick, uh, to pick an ace from. Again, I just, I, Brios has done it for too long for me to take, uh, you know, a rookie or a in his second year. Yes. Okay. A second year player. Um, it's just too much funky stuff going on in the head of a pitcher for me to not take the guy who I know has pitched well for like six years.
0: All right, on to the AL West. The Astros, I think, have two guys I would take over Barrios. Verlander and Valdez, I would take both of them over. Yeah, and,
1: like, Arcidi's gross. I wouldn't take Arcidi over him, but it's pretty close. Luis Garcia's
0: been crazy good this year, too. Yeah, they're they're like Tampa. They just farm, (laughs) farm pitchers, dude.
1: They and, and 39 and year old progress. verlander's
0: got a 138 and a 0. .6 whip are you kidding that's yeah. ridiculous that's stupid
1: yeah i <laughs> take i take God. verlander at all times even like weirdly circling back to kansas city there's like a higher chance i take grenky than keller cuz both verlander and grenky are absolute freaks for what they're doing right now like yeah. cannot understand Stupid. how their bodies still function. Granky, I again super tangent I'll get away from him. Greinke's the best because he's not even striking people out. He's just missing bats. But uh Verlander's yeah. so nasty. I got Verlander easy over Brios.
0: How about Shohei Otani?
1: Yeah, I think so. You
0: don't get to counter in the hit, the batting part though. Only his uh, pitching.
1: Um he doesn't pitch as much, which kind of sucks, but I still think I'd take He's it. got
0: six starts. He's tied for the lead on the team. Okay.
1: Yeah, I'll take Otani. Otani's filthy.
0: He is. Also, you go Patrick Sandoval there. He's got a 1-9 to start the year. Yeah. i like over him. I think that. I'd take
1: Barrios. Like, I think it evens out where Barrios ends up being better. But what do you think about Otani? You take Otani or no?
0: Uh, you know, Otani's so filthy, but he's kind of like... Uh, a guy like Gavaldi who can blow up or a guy like Cole who it's can true. blow up I still take Otani though yeah I think um, so too the only candidate the Mariners had lost tonight and that was Logan Gilbert so I think who's filthy? Kind of dry. Logan um, Gilbert's filthy but I got the, I got Barrios yeah he's very good I think he's very good um, but he just, I mean and he had a good start tonight he just couldn't get any run support because Barrios was dirty uh, alright Martin Perez who has a 201 ERA which I did not know. I didn't know either. Um <laughs> which like still don't care though. That's Yeah, I, st- <laughs> yeah
1: I still think it's Marios, but like good for him. Like, you know, claps for Martin, you know.
0: Another good guy job. who's been ridiculous this year, Paul Blackburn on the A's, a 1.67 ERA and a .9 whip through thirty seven and two thirds innings pitch, seven starts.
1: I don't want this to happen, but it's the A's, so this is like this guy's only good year, and we know it. Um, <laughs> I don't mean to be that guy. I don't want him to, but I'm taking Barrios again. I think a lot comes down to, uh, like, Barrios, being consistently good is a hard thing to do, and Barrios, while he hasn't been consistent this year, in general has been consistently good. So it's hard for me to take guys, even if they're off to great, you know, six, seven, eight start uh, beginnings to their season.
0: So you took Cole... Bieber, Giolito, Verlander, Framber Valdez, correct? And Shohei Otani. So Shohei five Ohtani. guys over Barrios. I yeah. took six cuz I also took Ovaldi.
1: I'm so trying to, like we didn't him s- in
0: top 6 or 7 pitchers in the AL.
1: Yeah, which I mean like you make you get a 7-year contract and we haven't put him we haven't ranked him against the other Jays. Like, we rank him behind Cosby. I was about to
0: say, what's crazy about that is he's not even the best guy on yeah. the staff. He's arguably oh the gosh. third
1: best guy on the staff. He's pitched. That's
0: bonkers. F- yeah, manoa has got it. To totally has a case.
1: He's pitched to the worst starter ERA of any of them. Like, Kikuchi's yeah, got a better ERA. But he's gone yeah, obviously deep. Obviously, we're going to. Barrios has gone yeah, deep, uh, deep, deep, deep in the game. We're going to so, have a
0: little bit of a. Uh, recency bias of it because the day was so big today but still i mean the guy he's got that potential and he's shown it so many seasons and he hasn't what is it i think the stat i heard today on sportsnet was he hasn't had an era above four in his career uh which is pretty crazy
1: yeah uh let me let me look at that i'll fact check you i got you okay. um uh, he has not since he was a rookie in 2016 he has not had an era over four. Three eight nine, three eight four, four three eight nine three eight four three six eight four three five two
0: yeah, so he's, I mean, it's always high threes because he gets hit. But, yeah. I mean, the, the stuff is still there, and you see that crazy combination of pitches he has. He really goes to three pitches, the two-seam, the slurve, and then the change-up, and it can really get hitters. I mean, Mike Ford struck out bad today on one of those. It's crazy at times. Um, all right, well, Barrios, we're saying, is a top six or seven pitcher in the league. I think that has merit. Uh, we'll move on to he was a Blue Jay right after this.
1: With spring in the air, it's a time of renewal and growth. Personally and professionally, as your small business grows, LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to, like the guy I want to talk to, locked on Syracuse host, Brad Klein. Faster and for free. Brad does always charge me personally to talk to him a rate of buck fifty a minute, but you won't get charged for trying to look for people on LinkedIn. Jobs. Look, Brad and I were eating some jambalaya shrimp recently and we were trying to figure out what we were going to do after school and we decided to go on LinkedIn Jobs to reach the network, the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. If you're looking to hire, add your job and then the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know nearly every week, or pardon me, every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash MLB. That's LinkedIn.com slash MLB to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to Locked on Blue Jays. Well, we went through pretty much the whole American League. We got that down. Now it's time to put bones in the ringer. First, thank you for making Locked on Blue Jays your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked on Now podcast, recaps of MLB games with analysis from our local experts, taking fans through the season like no other network, free and available wherever you get your podcasts. It's Locked on Blue Jays. It's he was a Blue Jay. Bones is twelve and one. And essentially Ooh. he's trying to, you know, get on a new win streak. I, I think you got one in a row. I forget who you got last time. But I you do got have one. one. I
0: got David Cohn last time. You got
1: David Cohn last time. All right. Good job. Uh I cooked up a couple of new ones today. We're gonna season use two, one of those. Baby. And yeah, so there are some some season one guys left, but season two is on its way. I've already cooked up two. I got nine more on deck to write the hints out for. Very exciting. Bones, are you ready to go? I'm ready. All right, for all of you guys who have not heard it before, niche Blue Jay, I give him five hints based on the guy's career. About 30 seconds or three guesses between hints, and if he gets it right in any of the first five hints, he wins. If he can't guess the Blue Jay was, he loses, and we always get the catchphrase at the end. Are you ready? I'm ready I already you asked do. you that. All right, let's do it. You did. Um, hit number one. This catcher debuted with the Blue Jays on September 6, 2002, versus the Red Sox.
0: Oh, that's not good news. 2002 is never good news. A uh, catcher, 2002 against the Red Sox. A catcher, a catcher. Uh, Jason Kendall. Way not Jason easy. Kendall. Um, all right, I'll just move on.
1: All right, we keep going. On to hit number two. Well, he made his debut on September 6, 2002 versus the Red Sox, he'd end up being a Red Sox for more games in his career than any other team.
0: Okay, a Red Sox catcher veritech no shot no um, shot no shot <laughs> who is veritech's backup
1: who did veritech i'm googling right now who did veritech even play for other than the red so- so- just just game. the red sox yeah just the yeah, red, yeah. i i thought you might have been thinking of like another team he like had a little stem with, no. but yeah he's only a red but
0: so- if it was 2002 that came in right like that means he would be a red sox Cause who was like the 2013 Red Sox catcher? Wasn't it like Sandy Leone, Christian Vasquez? Is there now? Who else was there? A Red Sox catcher. Ah, debuted right, with the on. Jason
1: in '02. Caught with the Red Sox for more than anyone else. In number three, he's a big AL East guy, playing for four of the five clubs in the short wow. span of 2005 to 2009. In that four-year span, he played four. Four different ALEs teams.
0: It wasn't Jose Molina. It was not. He was an Angel and a Yankee. He was a J2,
1: actually. Jose Molina, But it's not him.
0: Dang it. An Orioles catcher, a Rays catcher. Mm. If you hear typing, by the way, it's
1: not Bones cheating. It's me (laughs) trying to get to the right baseball reference. That would be crazy
0: if I was cheating. Yeah, that Um, would be
1: wild. That would be a huge scandal.
0: Is it Deioner Navarro?
1: It's not DeAndre Navarro. You're, you're aging him too much. Yeah, uh, while you think, three hints again. Uh, debuted with the Jays on September 6, 2002, versus the Red Sox. If anyone gets it off that, you are a wizard. Uh, he'd end up being a Red Sox uh, for more games in his career than anyone else. Uh, hit Number three is a big AL East guy, playing for four of the five clubs in the short span of 2005 to 2009. Uh, do you have a guess or do you want to go to him? So, four?
0: did he retire in 2009? That means? Or no, no I'm just saying bet-
1: between. Uh, I'm not even totally saying that, to be honest. All I'm saying is between the years of 2005 to okay. 2009. Um, and can I amend that, actually? 2004 to sure, 2009. Looking at okay. his baseball reference, that's my mistake. So, from my 2004 knowledge... to 2009, he played for four different AL East teams, which is this a crazy is stretch.
0: My knowledge really like begins in 2009. Well, do you want um, him four? Yeah, I need him four.
1: He was a friend to the Yankees in 2009, helping them in ten games en route to the World Series oh, no.
0: run. Ten games? <laughs> yeah,
1: so he's caught like a very, very much not that Posada, much Posada,
0: Molina, and who caught for ten games? Let me see if there even was another catcher. You know what's going to suck is I'm going to remember it. I'm going to remember those ten games. God, who caught for ten games in 09. Chris Stewart? Nope. Nope. Uh Tony Cruz? Nope.
1: Nope. I'm looking at I'm the two thousand nine Yankees right
0: now. For backup <laughs> catchers. I could almost give you that entire roster, but I'd miss this guy probably.
1: You would, most likely. Uh, He debuted in 2002 with the Jays versus the Red Sox. Uh, He'd end up being a Red Sox for more games than anyone else in his career. Big AL East guy. Played for four of the five clubs in the short span of 04 to 09. And in 09, he was a Yankee. Played 10 games for the Bronx Bombers in their World Series season. Did not make the postseason roster. Didn't Google it, but I can know (laughs) almost for sure. (laughs)
0: Um... Do I have another hint, or am I done? You got another hint. All right, go for the hint.
1: He's a sworn enemy of the Yankees now.
0: He's a sworn enemy? Like, I hate this guy.
1: You don't like him, I don't think. I Like, a sworn enemy, I'm being a little dramatic, but, like, you don't like him.
0: That means he did something to us. Potentially. Did he do, can I, so he must have done an afterwards. Um, 2013 must have been. Uh, this sucks I'm gonna know who it is that's why this sucks is I'm gonna remember him i bet you I could tell you his number oh this sucks if you can tell me this guy's uh, number
1: while he was on the Yankees I will be very impressed with you I have to say God, just because like this you know sucks. the oh my gosh <laughs> the crazy thing he wore two different numbers in his 10 game stint with the Yankees how is that oh, even possible? Right, good he goodness. must have gone up and went down and then gone up again. Um, right,
0: I'm just gonna start rifling off catchers. Rob Brantley, Eric Rob Kratz. Brantley. No, now, we to like those guys though. And those are like late time Yankees. All right, I, I I can't get it. I give up.
1: You're throwing in the towel? I'm throwing for the, in the towel. Second victory for me. It's really actually a loss, but you know, at this point it's turning to you against the world that he was a Blue Jay, and a 2009 New York Yankee for 10 games, now a sworn enemy, Rays manager Kevin Cash.
0: Oh, no! Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No,
1: I knew that! <laughs> Let's go. God,
0: that sucks! Dang In it. your
1: defense, as a Yankee fan, he wasn't even the third catcher on that team. Francisco Cervelli was. Yeah, Cervelli, uh, yeah. He was the fourth catcher on that team. Uh, wow. <laughs> I thought you might get Cervelli. Was he like
0: number thirty-eight.
1: Um, he was seventeen and then nineteen. Uh Jose Molina can't use as a he was a blue jay anymore, because you got him. Uh, but uh but yes, it was Kevin God, Cash. That
0: stinks.
1: Uh we are uh running way up against it, so I'm gonna need you to say the catchphrase now for a second. He Kevin was Cash. A blue jay? <laughs> oh my God. That's huge for me. After your three-peat episode, uh, that lack of uh that lack of want to in your voice, I'm really into. But, uh, you know what we want to do? Keep the show rolling. We got one more segment
0: coming up. Stick with us on Lockdown Blue Jays. I just received my birthday cake puffs and I have never had anything like this before. Built Bar is on an entirely different level these days. They're available right now and we can't promise that they're going to be there tomorrow. So go get them today while they're hot at Built.com. And if you haven't tried the puffs, I'll let you in on a little secret because that's what friends do. A chocolate covered marshmallow protein bar. Yeah, you heard me. Delicious flavored marshmallow covered in a hundred percent real chocolate and go get our offer go to built.com use promo code locked 15 and get 15% off your order use promo code locked 15 for 15% off at built.com locked on Syracuse host Brad Klein has done the exact same thing built sent him some puffs he's tried them. he's annihilated them all go use our code and do the same thing Brad did Matt Bonaparte, Ben Shulman wrapping up shop. This is the last stop on the bus here on Locked On Blue Jays. The Toronto Blue Jays taking on the Seattle Mariners for Game 3 Wednesday night. Ben, let's start. How many innings does Kevin Gosman go? I'm going to call
1: for six innings out of Kevin Gosman. I think they can get six strong innings. Hopefully the Jays are in the lead at that point. They don't need to keep him in. Yes, they would like to save the bullpen, but they got seven out of Burrios today. So I think if he's pitching well and they're up, you know, Charlie doesn't mess around too much. He pulls Gosman at six, hopefully shutout innings, uh, and the Jays maybe got a good chance to win.
0: I think that Kevin completes the trifecta of great pitching in this series and goes at least seven innings, maybe one or two earned. Uh, this guy is the nastiest guy in the rotation, and we've been saying that, so it's going to be no surprise when he comes out tomorrow and is just throwing random shaped letters at the hitter. He's going to be throwing R's, dude. <laughs> He's going to make the ball do crazy things. Uh, I think he goes seven innings. Uh, so we both have Kevin going pretty strong. You've got yeah. him for six. I got him for at least seven. How about uh, the long ball? Who's going to hit a long ball tomorrow?
1: Yeah, I mean this team is pretty good at hitting homers, even though their offense hasn't been great. Uh, I'm gonna pick a guy, you know, kind of reverse trends like he's due. Uh, Lourdes Gurriel Jr. has hit two home runs this year. I they knew came, you didn't say it. they came in back-to-back it. days, April 24th and 25th. He has popped. like he's got to hit one soon. Or like, frankly, we're gonna start doing episodes about how much longer he can be a starter because his numbers are not fairly any better than Ryan Melton. He's
0: terrible. He's so be brutal.
1: So I'm picking Lourdes Gurriel, partially out of hope for him. Like, I like him as a player, and I want it to happen. But also, uh, he hasn't had a home run in almost a month, and he's got power. So I'm picking Lourdes.
0: I'm going to just stick right by my boy. I have put this on, you know, I think you should know this by now, that he's my favorite player on the team. Santiago Espinal is going deep against Marco Gonzalez. I'm telling you right now. Bump him up in the lineup a little bit. Get your best hitters toward the top of the lineup. The most underrated second baseman in baseball. He's going to hit a homer tomorrow. Mark my words, Benjamin. Uh, And with that being said, do the Jays get the sweep?
1: I think so. I mean, who knows? You know, they could have run their luck dry with another close game here. But uh, Kevin Gosman on the mound and a 2-0 lead is just about how you would have predicted it for whatever this matters at all. ESPN gives 69.2% chance for the Jays to win. I like the Jays to win. They got the favorable pitching matchup. Let's see a sweep, which would be huge after, you know, the five out of six losses or four to five losses to Tampa and New York.
0: It would also be huge because they're about to play Cincinnati, which should be another sweep because they hey, like Reds are the baseball team ever to grace a field. Um, so, but they will have to pay, play against Hunter Green, which we will talk about in a future episode. I still also got them taking the sweep. Uh, I think that the bats are, are gonna get a little bit hot tomorrow, uh, technically today, if you're listening to this on Wednesday morning, uh, and Kevin Gosman's gonna be a dog, so, uh, that's all we got. Thank you for making Lockdown Blue Jays your first listen every day. Ben and I will be back tomorrow to recap the series and talk about that Red Series. Now make your second listen Lockdown On MLB with Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call him Sully. Uh, he brings you his unique perspective on the major leagues, past and present. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>